0: Welcome to Petey Podcast, where we talk to interesting people about interesting things going on in the Illyria schools. Now your host, Amy Higgins.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Petey Podcast. We have an excellent show for you today, but before we get to our special guest, how are you doing, Marty? I'm sweating. I know, you are. <laughs> I mean, Thanks. we both are. I'm just teasing. It's very hot in here. Hot week, been very hot outside, and sadly we have no air conditioning in our office and here we are sitting in a hot box room within a larger hot box. <laughs> yeah,
0: the the um what is it? The I don't know. It's coming. We're hot. We're well, I mean, we're moving into a new area that Hopefully, oh, yeah.
1: Yes, we are. We'll we are going to be moving. DC. Our studio is going to be moving uh, from the uh, administration center that everybody knows as the old Elyria West building. Uh, we're going to be moving late this summer um, after many, many more hot days here. We're going to be moving into the former Westwood Middle School.
0: Oh, you said um, the old Elyria West, West building yeah, that's and the former westwood
1: right why I would
0: what it's like the old westwood right are you trying to just cause like, trouble
1: <laughs> god you're just trying to like <laughs> stir the pot it's or really something. not
0: old though because they're doing a lot of work on it
1: yeah they are they're renovating they're renovating the space over at the um former westwood <laughs> Middle school. Yeah. And also the former Crestwood Elementary is going to be the new home of the preschool. The wild ones. Yeah. They're very excited about it. The village people.
0: The village people.
1: They're moving over there. So, Do we
0: know what we're going to call it now?
1: I think they're still the village people. They're sticking with the village. So
0: it'll be early early childhood childhood village. It's so long.
1: Yeah. The well, name is so long. EECV is kind EECV. of the yeah, shortcut.
0: You have, see, I can't just assume that people know what EECV means.
1: No. So I have I know. to write
0: out Elyria Early Childhood Village every time I put someone's name. It's not it good for it.
1: titles. No. <laughs> we're doing videos on YouTube.
0: <laughs> no one else thinks that way except They me. don't.
1: No. <laughs> but, you know, we're not here to talk about. Abbreviations or school names. We're here to meet our new chief of police, although you've been in the position now for several months. Yes, yeah, um, well. Chief Pelko, welcome to our show. Thank you for having
2: me. I'm excited to, get- to be here. And uh, oh, there you are. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Your mic was off. Again, chief. <laughs> Say, thank you for having thank me.
2: You, <laughs> thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know yeah. we've been trying to schedule this uh, ever since I became chief in December. Yes. And um, except they kept getting put off and put off and stay the, yeah. of the school year. And we're finally here, got to do it. So I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. I know it's been a crazy busy year. Everybody getting back into the swing of things, trying to normalize again uh, after a crazy couple of years with the pandemic. Um, but it's good to have a bit of normalcy again. Yes.
2: It is good to get getting back to normal. Yeah. So, um, I know COVID's starting to spike again a little bit in some yeah. places and everything, yeah, and
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, like, we don't
2: want to hear. Anything. But uh, <laughs> from our standpoint, it's, it, things are definitely getting back to normal. So
1: yeah, yeah, it's um it's good to have people back together. Even though, as you pointed out, you know, you still have the um the risk for illness of any time of year. Of course, you know, we see lots of um flu season and everything else that happens. Um, but, uh, glad to see people's noses again and faces (laughs) without masks. That's a nice thing. Um, but you know, uh, you're newer to the position of chief, but definitely not new to the position of police officer and definitely not new to Illyria. Can you tell us a little bit about, um, how you got to where you are today?
2: Sure. Um, I started out, I got hired in 1994 as a policeman, as a regular patrolman, um, I didn't grow up around here. I grew up actually in Cuyahoga County, so I didn't know a whole lot about Elyria. I just wanted to be a policeman somewhere and was taking tests, and Elyria took a chance on me, and um, I got hired, was a police officer, just regular patrolman for a couple years. Um, I've done a bunch of things as a patrolman. I was in our honor guard. I was in our bicycle patrol unit. Um, I was a field training officer. I eventually um, got to go into our neighborhood impact unit. That was a special unit, kind of uh, treat, dealing with like street-level crimes, um, block watches we would go to and talk to people. So I did that for a couple of years, and then I got asked to go to the detective bureau, where I became, was a detective for several years. Um, well, in that row, I got to become a firearms instructor, or a driving instructor. I was a hostage negotiator. And then I got promoted, then got promoted to sergeant, and then lieutenant, and captain, and just recently got promoted to chief, so um, it's exciting
1: well we're we're thrilled to have you you've been um, such a pleasure to work with uh, over the years and especially in this position now and Before you were the chief, you were Captain Pelco, and um, we worked with you regularly. You were our contact um, with the schools for anything that we had. Going on, and um, you know, it's just been a pleasure. You guys have um, top notch officers, and I I just want to say Leary Schools works really closely with the police department and the sheriff's office um, to have officers who have a regular presence in the schools. Um, we do have uh, school resource officers that um, are actually officers with Elyria Police, and we're going to be expanding that with uh, the sheriff's office as well. Um, but just top-notch service. We've, we've had um, excellent communication with you guys um even when you're not in the schools you're highly connected to us when you know you need to be and uh just can't say enough about that so thank you for for that
2: you're welcome i think we have a great relationship i know we've joked uh, privately about how ann and yourself we've come best friends is talking on the weekends and and at nights when things are going on so it's been a great relationship um when I took over as chief, I wanted to make sure we stay involved and collaborated with you guys. Um, I think it was great that we got uh, Officer Figulin at the school full time. Uh, I think it's provided tremendous dividends, not only for you guys, but for us as well. Um, and we've had previous SROs who've, that position helped them out in their career in the long run, just by having contacts, having great relationships with the students, Um I know, like Officer Moki, who's still working with was an SRO, and he still talks. Will be out, and he'll see somebody, and he refers back to I met them when I was when I was an SRO at the school, and is um, able to have a conversation with them. And I just think that's awesome, and I look forward to enhancing that relationship and and uh, developing those relationships a, a lot more in the future.
0: Uh, Chief, can you explain what an SRO is? Because uh, wh- I think we're all assuming that we know. Um, what that is, but and and about the officer that you were talking about.
2: Yeah, so the SRO is the school resource officer. So what that is, it's a full time police officer at the police department um, that works in the school full time. So Officer Figula works full time at the high school and then at the at Eastern Heights and Northwood. Um, there's different guys that work different days um, in the morning in the, for the school days. So,
0: and that's the way. The high school used to be right.
2: Yeah, but the high school used to be that a way. Rotating. It used to be a rotating. You'd have a different guy in there every day. I didn't think it was um, that productive to have that. You weren't building the relationships. So when I took over, we went and talked to Officer Figula, who um, was working part time as an SRO, and the schools loved them. We loved them, and it was a good fit. And he's very happy there, and it's been great.
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head when you brought up the uh, word relationships. That's one of the key aspects of a a true school resource officer is not just to be a police officer in a school, but to be um, a resource for the staff, the students, somebody that they come to on a good day as often as they may come to on a bad day. Um, the relationships are key and um, building those connections with the kids and being part of that school community. Um, you guys have done a great job with that.
2: Yeah, it's been, it's been a, a great uh, relationship and just to foster the conversation with kids is awesome. Um, I know I've gone to Eastern Heights and just talked with the kids um, and just to, for them to be able to come up to you and talk to you is half the battle to get these kids to open up and see that we're a person just like they are. We put our pants on the same way as they they do and that we can talk with them. They can talk with us. And if they have a problem that they can come to us and we'll help them get the help that they need.
1: Yeah. It's also so great to have um, now with the campus environment, um, your officers are walking around the entire school. It's not just the middle school, even though um, that may be where they're uh, stationed for a chunk of the day. But the little ones get to see uh, the officers too, and they love when they come in and read to them or play with them outside or take part in field day or whatever that might be. Um, it I think it's been great for the kids to kind of grow up with, uh, you know, the connection that that's somebody, a safe person that they can talk to or um, just uh, say hello to, get a high five from and, uh, you know, go on about their day.
2: Yeah. And it's good for the police officer. It's good for us to see the good in people as well. We're always dealing with a lot of the bad situation. Let's say when people call us, they call us because they're having a bad day. So it's nice for us to be out there in that welcoming and warm People wave to you and say hi and talk to you. So it's great for our um, well-being as well.
1: I see more and more people um, in the community trying to reach out to police in terms of um, just recognizing their hard work. And all our first responders, especially I think the pandemic probably brought a lot of that to light Um, you know, that you have these individuals who are working when other people are not, or, you know, and it it kind of brought it to the forefront that, you know, they're putting their lives out there um, in good and bad. And um, there's been uh, more of an appreciation, I believe, or at least a recognition of that kind of work. And, I think it's been um, great that you guys have put yourselves out there more. Like on social media, we follow the Elyria Police Department on Facebook. And, you know, I see where you guys will um, promote maybe an officer that's retiring and, you know, give them kudos for their career or show something that you were involved in that was a community-based project. And um, I, I, you know, I think that's great that you're doing that.
2: Yeah, I think we always did that. It just was never... Publicized before, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that I want to get out there to the public is is that we do do things besides uh, our regular job. We do help people out. We're out there promoting. Sergeant Varga was just out yesterday with the Mini Pioneers football team, um, <clears throat> helping them do run some conditioning drills, and just out there again building those relationships. Um, I've told my guys, hey, if you if you do something like that, let me know. Say take some videos or a picture, and we'll put put on Facebook to let the public know we're out there for you guys to build relationships and to have some community engagement. Um, we all love the city of Elyria. We want to see it prosper and, and see these kids flourish. And that's one way that I think we can help everyone out is by getting more involved with this stuff.
1: Yeah. I, um, I want to say I, we encourage the community all the time um, to be part of the community safety plan. You know, we have um, safety procedures in our schools and uh, emergency response uh, strategies and things that we use for whatever might be going on. Um, But one of the things that I think is the most important um, piece of the safety plan is just informing, communicating when something is uh, not right. If you see something that just doesn't look right or doesn't feel right, or you know, it impacts your neighborhood and especially your school neighborhood, we want you to be part of the community and school safety plan by reporting that information to the Elyria Police Department. A lot of times we get calls at the school, um, but it may be after hours or something and, and we're not there, but you guys are there all the time. Uh, you always have somebody there, and um, that's how a lot of things get stopped before anything worse becomes an issue is to report it.
2: That's right. We're open 24-7. Uh, the school's not. Plenty of times, we encourage you to call us. You hear something, you see something, let us know. Pick up that phone. Call our dispatch. If it's not an emergency, you can call a regular dispatch at 440-323-3302. A dispatcher will pick that up. Let them know what's going on. You can remain anonymous if you want to, and they'll put you in touch with the right person. Um, we've had a couple of that those happen this year, and we were able to address it right away, and um, they, an- they ended great. Uh, the problem was taken care of. Things didn't get blown out of proportion. It was just... It was perfect. So, again, if you see something or hear something, give us a call. Let us know. Um, we have a TIP411 line now that you can text us uh, any information. And, again, you can remain anonymous. Just you can type it in, and it's that's not monitored 24-7. But when we come in the morning, we'll take a look at it, and we'll address any issues that you have as well.
1: Oh, that's good to know. So a text line that is 411?
2: It's TIP411. It's TIP411. 411.
1: Tip 411. Um,
0: yeah, because uh that used to be information on the phone.
1: It was. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So I just There thought, was a time. Wow,
0: you guys dominate. And you got 411? <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. I would have thought that would be taken by the feds. <laughs> what?
1: Wasn't there too, like you're this is total diversion here, but wasn't um years ago, I remember as a kid, we used to call like time and temperature. Yeah. Like there it was like 366 at the time,
0: the tone. I can't remember will the number be. now,
1: but um, at the tone,
0: the time will be. Yeah, we would call. And then it would say the time,
1: and the temperature. In case yeah. you didn't want to step outside and feel it for yourself, you could call, yeah. <laughs> call and get that info. Right,
2: but you can go onto our website and everything's there on, on, on how to use it. If
1: oh, that's good. If your good. technology.
2: Uh, Illiterate like me, so yeah.
1: Well, you know, we we appreciate that. We we also refer to um, our website for for information. You know, because it is a good place as a landing page for important information. We'll link to your page on this podcast so that um, anybody who wants to learn more about the Tip Four One One can do that. But one of the things I wanted to bring up about um, see something, say something is, you know, we hear. Um, you know, the news can be very, very upsetting, um, you know, these days and completely devastating. Um, but nearly, nearly every situation, um, when something really profound occurs, somebody knew something beforehand. Um, maybe there was a posting on a social media site or maybe somebody made a, a call or, or told a neighbor or a friend um, that they had thoughts that were going a direction that um, would, would alarm people. Or And often, for some reason, um, maybe people don't take it serious, I don't know, but I think... Uh, We've seen and heard many, many times that just by making a call, reporting something, um, you could alert authorities to a very serious situation.
2: Right. I think you need to take everything serious. Even if you think it's minor, you need to reach out to someone. If not the schools, the police department, there's a lot of resources out there. Just make that phone call. Um, You don't want to have that weight on your shoulders for not saying something if something does end up happen, So reach out to the professionals, let them handle it, um, let them address the issue, and let them look into it. That's the best thing you can do.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, here we are. We're wrapping up the school year, um, and it's that time of year when everybody is out and about, um, doing things in the summer. We always wish our in kids— In
0: Canadian is in the boot.
1: very good to know thank you (laughs) but when we're ooting a boot in the summer (laughs) um we worry about the kids they're out there riding their bikes and probably not always paying attention when they're crossing streets and they're swimming and they're doing all these things what kind of safety tips would you have or what do, what do you have to say about summer safety? I mean, you guys run Safety Town, for one, I know is a big deal.
2: So that's the first thing I was just. If you have a youngster, we're running Safety Town. Um, they're taking registrations right now. It's the first, um, I think it's like the second, third, and fourth week in, in June that they're running. Um, so by all means, sign your, sign your child up for that. They'll teach them everything, stop, drop, and roll, um, how to cross the street. We have the little built-in village where they'll be on their tractors and bikes, um, simulating crosswalks and stop signs (laughs) and red lights and green lights. So they're all that kind of stuff.
0: They learn how to till a field. <laughs> oh. I always notice they're driving tractors. Did they ever learn about Pulling farming?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't even know if we have a lot of farms in Elyria the yeah. anymore. They uh, are on
1: tractors, yeah, though. That is funny.
2: Yep. Um, but there's Just a lot. The yeah. There's a lot of things. You know, bike safety. Wear your helmet. Fo- yeah. Follow the, the the rules. Stop at the stop signs. Um, stop at the crosswalks. Walk your bike. Um Swimming, make sure you're with an adult or an older person that's responsible. Make sure you know how to swim. Go to swimming lessons. Deliria Parks and Recs have swimming lessons available. Learn how to swim. Um, Seatbelts, wear your seatbelts. We were out just doing a promotion, buckle up for burgers in collaboration with the health department and McDonald's. Make sure you're wearing your seatbelt. You get a burger if you wear it? You got, a, you got a certificate for a burger if you went through the drive. Oh, no. I wear
1: mine the all the time. The yeah, I know.
0: Ever You're since old. I went through the windshield. How
1: many burgers are you? He did. Yes, he went through the windshield. Really? Yes, as a youngster.
0: Let's see this here. Yeah. If you don't, don't know, you guys can't guys see, see, but
1: it. It. it's he's pointing to a yeah. scar. So I'll
2: they they I'll probably didn't have my seat head belts back then, huh? What's that? They probably didn't have seatbelts back when then. When I was 21, I wasn't aware
1: of it. Yeah. It's just some kind of thing in the car.
0: But all of a sudden, but I, I feel naked without my seatbelt. Important
1: seat point. Yes, that does actually happen. 80,
0: 1984 on.
1: Yeah. Well, seatbelts and, and child safety, too. The car seats. Uh, do you guys still check car seats?
2: So we do not, but the fire department does. Okay. Um They can they can check them. And I believe the health department does as well. Okay. So... Um, yeah, and, and the other thing is about even your pets and and even your kids in the car. What's starting oh, to get yeah. hot with the windows up? Don't do that. You know, take your kids out, take your pets out. Yeah, um, don't be driving around with them with the, with the hot weather when the windows rolled up. So we don't want to see any of that either. Oh
0: gosh, are, yeah. Our uh, police officers um, have they gone through EMT courses?
2: S- there's a couple of us that have. Most oh, okay. are not. So we have the basic first aid. CPR training? I was just curious to how far that's
0: gotten. Um, but uh, my story was that I gave my dog the Heimlich last night and saved his life. Oh, that's a good.
2: That's yeah. that's awesome.
1: That's Yeah.
0: Isn't uh, yeah. That, so First, you, it,
1: if you didn't know, I guess you can actually use yeah. the Heimlich on your dog. Definitely
0: learn the Heimlich uh, for your dog if he loves to swallow bones bigger than his throat.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Toby. It
0: was crazy. We Toby talked about Toby crazy. on the
1: last show. with getting loose. He got arrested. Toby got arrested. That
0: too. He was yeah. taken to the Wellington PD. I had to bail him
1: loose. Out. And now he's swallowing bones and.
0: Yeah, it's getting bad with his old age. He might.
1: Yeah, he might need some <laughs> intervention services. Think it's services. A little dementia. <laughs> yeah,
0: right now, it could be worse. Yeah. loss of oxygen for few seconds
1: yeah if he's out there going in circles you oh call my somebody. God, it
0: was horrible
1: yes but. it would be terrible well i mean honestly you you bring up tremendous points the hot uh vehicles i i think we want to i want to linger there oh. for a second because i'm not sure what the real um calculation is on a car that's in the sun or in the heat with the windows rolled up but I mean, the temperature must just quadruple in, like, seconds by the way of it feels when you get into a hot car. it um, it's like 120,
2: 130, 140. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and it doesn't take long for that no. temperature no, to get no. up. It gets magnified with all the glass and the windows um, and, and the metal roof. Yeah. So it, it, it doesn't take that long for the temperature to get up there um, and... People start having some major health issues with if they're yeah. stuck inside there. Those are
0: some yes. of the worst stories I've heard. Oh yeah, so the-
1: make sure you're not taking your your dog places in the car on the hot days. Um, you know, if you are taking them, take them out of the car with you. Um, certainly, children, uh, make sure you're checking the back seat if you got little ones. Um, double check, triple double check. check, make yeah. sure even
2: if you. Th- positive they're not back there take an extra look and just make yeah. sure they didn't sneak in and yeah they're not there
1: i've heard uh some people actually put like uh i've heard of moms they'll put their purse in the back seat when they get into a habit of putting their purse in the back seat so too so that they have to you know open that door but those reminders because we all have very busy lives you you get you know in a get running and trying to get somewhere fast and you know, you're not always thinking. And as you pointed out, sometimes kids, you know, they, they want to go for a ride with mom or dad and sneak in the car and, um, you know, thinking that's going to be fun or something. And um, it's just very important with these hot days to make sure you're checking checking right. your car. Yeah. Um,
2: and on that note, check your pools too. We have a lot yeah. of every year we'll go to a house that the gate's uh, not locked or yeah. um, the sliding glass door is open. So make sure you keep your your gates and everything to the pools locked and secure so they're curious little kids and they'll go for a swim when nobody's around and it's always a sad day for us we have to do that so whatever Uh. you can do to you know stop that from happening would it's great
1: yeah the swimming also i um you know we talk about pool safety but we live by a lake and rivers and uh falls here in town And we often hear stories we just read yesterday, I believe, in Lorraine at Lakeview. There were um, drownings. And, you know, the lake is very strong, um, very strong undercurrent. The rivers through here are very strong. Um, It's just uh, so important to not, um, well, I, I guess they're safe areas for swimming at beaches and things where they have a lifeguard. Um, but don't uh, take dips in places that uh, aren't uh, monitored. You never know what uh, under the water is churning and wh- what's happening there. I, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, but you know about this because you do water rescues and things like that. The fire department does too, and you've seen this firsthand, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've seen it, and you, you just need to, you know, if you're an adult, you need to have that conversation with your child and with your teenage child and we've got some quarries in the city where we're always going to where the kids are jumping in because it's hot. You know, somebody accidentally hits their head, it, it could be pretty serious. So, um, yeah, don't swim where you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Make sure you can swim. If you can't swim, talk to somebody. Get some lessons to swim. Um, I don't know why people want to go swim at night. We think the water would be really cold. But I was young once, too, and we did some crazy things. So mm-hmm. um, just try and use some common sense when you're out there and uh, – Make sure you're with somebody when you're swimming. So if if you do get in trouble, they can call someone for some help.
1: Yeah. And we just like to remind people, too, just as the kids are out and about, make sure you're watching as a driver. Um, You know, kids are not always paying attention. They're out playing and running and they might, you know, dart around cars or ride their bike, you know, in the street or across the sidewalk. you know, just uh, pay extra close attention to those crosswalk areas, and, and when you're in neighborhoods where kids are out playing, um, you know, they're little, and they...
2: Yeah, kids don't think like uh, like, no. like like adults, and if the ball rolls out there, they'll just run out after it, and yeah. you got to be extra careful. Um, you know, it's hard, I got kids that are just starting to drive, and you try and teach them everything, but sometimes you forget, but... You gotta always pay attention for that kid on the bike who's not paying attention. They got headphones now. I know wherever you go, yeah. you're seeing some of these teenagers or even younger kids with headphones, and while they're riding their bike or or playing outside, and, and they can't hear the cars and stuff coming. So, you as a person driving need to take that responsibility and and make sure you're looking twice and watching out for kids. And we had this year a, a kid run out between two cars, and it wasn't the driver's fault, but. It, Maybe if they were going a little bit slower because they know there's cars on the street and that could happen, you know, the the person wouldn't have been hit. So just take that extra slow down a little bit. Shouldn't be in a rush to get anywhere. If you're a couple minutes late, you're a couple minutes late. But just slow down, take your time, and uh, look around.
1: You know, too, I think we're all attached to our devices and phones. And, I mean, texting and driving. I know you guys hit that hard. Uh, at all times of the year, but um, don't do it. Well, it's against the law. Yeah, for I mean, one. <laughs> just wait. Yeah,
2: wait till you till you get home or, or pull off to the side of the road. I mean, we survived back in the day without doing it. You can do it. Survive now. Just wait to send that text. Nothing's that important. And if it is that important, pull off to the side of the road or pull into the parking lot and and make that happen. Um, it's just crazy the amount of people you see that are. On their phones when you're
1: driving. Yeah.
2: The
0: car is a great excuse to not have to answer my phone or (laughs) answer a text because. You know, that's actually
1: true. Marty, (laughs) think about how many times we've had our um, social workers on where they've talked about mindfulness and times a day when you should be giving yourself a chance to, um, you know, just kind of be in the moment and relax. And I mean, what better time than when you're driving? to be yeah. in the moment and present at all times and you know put your favorite music on and just enjoy the drive and and decompress
2: right gives you some time to think about things and mm-hmm. and the road the road yeah pay attention to the road <laughs> People around and, you I, I, I like Marty's thing you don't have to answer the phone you tell the wife oh, I was driving I couldn't I couldn't answer the phone That's right. and it's true
1: that. it's not yeah. safe it isn't safe. You're right. So, what's going on with Illyria Police? What's coming up? Anything exciting or Police um, Olympics? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, is that a thing? Yeah. I, <laughs> it, 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 just,
2: the Police Olympics are a thing. I don't oh. know if they've done them in the past because of COVID and stuff, but uh, they are they are a thing. They That's have, a
0: national thing, though, right? Yeah, just it's like, a
2: national thing. They have like arm wrestling, golf. Oh um, wow! Tri- oh, they have a ton of stuff. But. Um, some of the things that at the Elyria Police Department that we're excited about is we're getting body-worn cameras. So oh, okay. So we actually got the cameras in, um, but we're waiting on some other equipment to come in um, to charge them and, and download the video and stuff. So we're hoping to roll that out in the in fall, like around October, with the supply chain. Hopefully we'll get all of our wow. stuff. Wow. That's, that's gonna, a big deal. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Um, every officer on the road will have one. It'll be videotaping when we go on calls. Um, it'll be great for us to sh- show transparency on what we're doing and uh, what our officers are dealing with out there. So it's huge. And I think, it's, I think the public deserves it. I think we deserve it. It's going to be a great um, piece of equipment for us to have.
1: Yeah. Wow. So probably a lot of training involved with that in terms of, uh, you know, how the technology works or... Yeah, it's... Maybe it's, not. Maybe it's, just turn uh, the on. pretty
0: foolproof. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah, guess yeah. it's when to activate it and...
2: Yeah, so what, what's going to be nice is, so whenever you pull your firearm or if you pull your taser, it's going to get... The camera's going to come on automatically. Oh, okay. If you turn your lights and sirens on, the camera's going to come on automatically. Um, if you open your back doors to your car, there'll be an in-car camera that camera will come on automatically. So it's going to be pretty much dummy proof. And then oh, wow. they'll have to put it on before their shift. And at the end of the shift, they'll put it in a docking station and the video will all download um, for the day. So it's pretty much, there'll be a button on it from the activated if they're, if it doesn't get activated for some other reason. So one of the cool features too is, so if I, if I grow up on a scene and I end up pulling my taser out, everybody around me who has a body camera, they're, Body camera will get activated as well, oh. too. So it wouldn't just be mine for pulling. It'll be everybody around me wow.
0: as well. This can't be like that's interesting. the normal body cams. This is, must be the latest then, right? Yeah. Because I don't think that's sounds That's pretty
2: normal, high tech, yeah. Yeah, yeah we went. We did a lot of research and uh, we've talked to a lot of companies and I'm kind of in, of the old school way. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. And so we got the best of the best and it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It sounds
1: yeah, like it. that's great. And I mean, we were talking before the show just about the, um, prevalence of cameras. Um, you know, we were, you're talking about very specific, very high tech body cameras, but cameras are a big part of our world now. Um, I know, you know, in neighborhoods, homes have cameras on their property,
0: police investigations. Um, I'm sure every investigation, that's one of the first things you ask, right?
2: Right. We always ask for cameras. We always look for cameras. Mm. Um, You have a ring doorbell or right, right. Uh, if something happened and you have a camera and you want us to know, by all means, give us a call or, uh, let us know. We'll be more than happy to, uh, check out what's going on, um. We recently got a grant to put some cameras down in some of our um, areas of the city, so we're just starting to work on that. So that that's a huge thing that's coming up in the future too. So um, it, it's 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 a new. Th- I mean, I, everybody's going to the cameras. Um, I strongly suggest you have them. I got cameras at my house. Mm-hmm. You know, you can never be. Too safe or too, too uh, cautious. Uh, it's always nice to know. And I do it for just my kids to know when they're coming, when they're going.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, peace of mind.
1: Well, yeah. at times too, I think it does act as a deterrent. Um, you know, if people well, are at the camera area that, you know.
0: There's enough TV shows, uh, police procedural shows and stuff that show how these people get caught. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Because there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, you, right. you look at this gas station, this one, and you shoot. You can trace them all the way back to their house sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's got to be a deterrent. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, what uh, What do you say to to uh, people? Do they ask you about that? Do you have neighbors or community people just ask you about? Should I get cameras at home, or should I get an alarm system, or um, what's kind of the?
2: Yeah, we have people ask us that all the time, yeah, and, I'm sure. and I say. And, and, they're economical now. I mean, yeah. you can get a nice, decent set, wireless cameras for a couple hundred dollars. Um, I recommend it. I, you know, I have, a, I don't have a ring doorbell, but I have a doorbell camera, um, that I use and I've got other cameras in the house. It's like I said, it's peace of mind. It's, you never know what's going to happen. It, it's nice to have, be able to go back on some. There's times where I've forgotten something that I did and I had to go back on my cameras and be like, oh, yeah, that's where I put, because I just forgot and couldn't find it. So, uh, <laughs> oh,
1: that's I'll, a great I'll, idea. I'll, or there I'll was something old. I did, <laughs> and I better
0: erase that.
1: <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's great. Um, I know it's a big part of school um, safety as well. The um, cameras are, are very important. Um, What else is going on? You mentioned uh, burgers, buckle up for burgers. You got any more um, fun promotions coming up this summer so Um, that we can drive by with our seatbelts on and get a burger?
2: (laughs) So we'll usually do something with the kids for bike helmets. If you have your helmet on, we oh. come by and, and give you a certificate for like an ice cream cone or something. I don't know when that's going nice. to happen, but it's usually sometime during the summertime.
1: Is that random where they catch you with your helmet on and hand you yes. a certificate? Oh, that's Oh, cool. that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be neat.
0: That's fun. Yeah. That kind of stuff.
1: That's a fun, fun use of your body camera, too, the surprise on their face. Right. <laughs> they get a high speed cone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we've got officers, so we have, we have like, sticker badges, like nice. a junior badge, and we've got tattoos that we give to the officers. So if they see a youngster or a kid out who's doing something good, we encourage them to go up to them, talk to them, and give them a sticker, give them a tattoo, and let them know we're thinking about them and they're doing the right thing.
1: Oh, that's really great. That's uh, awesome. Good character building and citizenship type, uh, type reward system there. Well, we um, we are excited because in the when we come back in the fall, we're going to continue our um, connection with our SROs, and um, and looking for more opportunities to to have you guys in our schools. Uh, working with our kids on a day-to-day basis like you just described where they get to um, be recognized for for uh, the good things that they have going on and good deeds and kindness and all that fun stuff that we promote in the schools. Uh, but it carries over into the community, doesn't it? Because they think about those things when they go home or when they help their neighbors.
2: It, it, it does. And, and I like to look at it as I'm recruiting for the future. I would like some of these young kids to uh, – step up and become police officers in the future. So that, I think that's one of the positive things that we could do out of this. And hopefully one day they'll take over my role and be a police officer.
1: Well, we, we can't thank you enough for, for everything you and all the officers do in Elyria and the sheriff, Loring County sheriff, and um, just uh, all the first responders out there. You just, um, you guys are working hard and um, thank you for your service. And um look forward to many more uh good stories to come
2: well thank you thank you for having us i am gladly work with you guys I, I can't wait till uh next year the school year starts and, and to collaborate some more and it'll be great so um, i hope all you guys have a safe summer and we'll see you next year
1: and congrats on your position too <laughs> oh
2: thank thank you yeah how long has it been now it's been since December, so six, Just little over six, six months. months. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's about what but. it seems like to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, so everyone stay safe uh, for for the summertime. Buckle wear your bike helmets. You might get an ice cream cone. And maybe you'll get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>